SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, folks. It's Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. Glad to be with you. It is our weekend edition of Vegas Sportsbook Radio talking all things NFL and an eventful week in the NFL, uh, to say the very least. The Jags, Urban Meyer, he gets his walking papers. He gets kicked out the door, pardon the pun, after reports came out. He kicked the kicker uh, (laughs) before the season started. And finally, the Jags say enough is enough. Trevor Lawrence talks about the attitude change that needs to be there. They've got a game with Houston. We'll see if there's you know, some fresh air and the ability for the Jags to breathe. Do they show up with a good game? Uh, Just an incredible set of circumstances. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Nick Saban, it didn't work. Great college coach didn't work in the NFL. It has not worked either for Urban Meyer. And then we get news in the injury front. DeAndre Hopkins likely to miss the rest of the regular season. Hoping against hope, he'll be able to be back to help the Cards as they get into the postseason. So a lot on the plate, and obviously the COVID situation dominated the news throughout the week. What we'll do in this hour, we'll have Mark Lawrence from PlaybookSports.com checking in and Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com, and we'll go through every NFL game for you in Week 15. Let's go through the numbers. You know it's the end of the season. When we get to the Saturday games, we get the doubleheader and the news with the Raiders in Cleveland in case Keenum's going to get the start in uh, place of Baker Mayfield. Again, you know, the COVID situation, Stefanski's not going to be able to coach. So this number swings all the way around from Cleveland, a five-point favorite. The Raiders, a one-point favorite. The total on the game, we'll call it 39, the consensus total. The other game on Saturday, phenomenal football game, New England and Indy. Indy's a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total's 45-and-a-half, both teams with extra time to prepare for the game. Now, New England, listen, they're playing great. This is the one. If they win this one, they're home and cooled in the AFC East. If Indy beats them, they've got a date with Buffalo next week, and the Bills have hopes uh, that they could win out and beat New England and still win the division in the AFC East. But what a great game. Can Belichick slow down? Jonathan Taylor is going to be the big story here. Or will the Colts be forced to throw the ball because we know Belichick can take the best option away uh, that you have. So you could get an aerial attack, actually, from Carson Wentz, an intriguing chess match there. On to the Sunday games, Washington's at Philly. Eagles locked down on seven. Total on the game here is 44. The game, Carolina at Buffalo. This number was down to nine and a half. Questions about Josh Allen. Limited practice during the week. He's got a strained foot, sprained foot. Uh, basically, the way he is, you would think they'd have to cut his foot off for him not to play, but Trubisky's there. And if the Bills get a lead, watch out for the backdoor cover because Trubisky could be coming in because they play the Patriots next week. The Jets are at Miami. That number's ballooned up to 10. Dolphins playing much better. Total on the game is 42.5. Dallas at the Giants. This is a big number laying 10.5. Yeah, you're talking Mike Glennon. But division foes, there's familiarity. And the Cowboys, Dak Prescott is, you know, groping at it a little bit at the moment. Big number, 10.5 on the road. The total's 45. Here's the one that's intriguing to me, Green Bay and Baltimore. 
So Huntley gets to start a quarterback, and he ran around and made a lot of good plays in a comeback against the Browns that fell short. Now, was that because the Browns had backed off and were playing a prevent defense? I think, you know, he, he plays pretty well, and he can make plays. By the way, Lamar Jackson had been struggling. I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson. But the total on the game is the one that's intriguing to me. I think that the Ravens will be able to get some points. And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and you're only looking at a total of 43.5 with the Packers' 5.5-point favorites on the road. Tennessee's at Pittsburgh, and Tennessee's 1.5 on the road. The total on the game is 42.5. Roethlisberger every week question is, is this your last year? He has good moments. He has bad moments. Tannehill is doing everything he can, keeping the Titans relevant. And their big deal is hoping that Derrick Henry can come back and be part of the equation for them in the postseason. Houston and Jacksonville. Hey, as a result of the Urban Meyer firing, everybody's betting the uh, Jags like they know the final score. The numbers ballooned up to four and a half, and the total on the game is 39 and a half. Uh, But we'll see if Trevor Lawrence, who one of his best games, if not his best game, came earlier in the year against the same Houston team. Arizona's at Detroit, uh, 12 and a half on the road, 13 in some places, 47's the total off the Monday night loss to the Rams. Don't forget Arizona's unbeaten, Detroit getting healthy after basically fielding a mass unit at Denver last week. Atlanta's at San Fran, and the Niners, nine-point favorites, nine and a half some spots, total on the game is 46. Niners, a team maybe could make a push at the end of the year. Since he's at Denver, Denver, two-and-a-half-point favorites, totals 44. Monster game for these two teams. Denver may be a sneaky option in the home stretch. You get Seattle at the Rams. The Rams, four-and-a-half-point favorites. The totals 45-and-a-half. Rams off a nice win over the cars. Got to take care of business here against the Seattle team that does give the appearance that they are not running for the bus. And then you have uh, the New Orleans Saints at Tampa Bay. Tampa when you think of Brady, his kryptonite has kind of been New Orleans. That's a big number. 11, the total's 46 and a half. The Monday night game, it's Minnesota at Chicago, three and a half. We got the Vikings favored. The total on the game is 44. Justin Fields running around, made some big plays last week, banged up with the hand, but he's going to be out there playing, and the Vikings making a push towards the playoffs. We're making a push towards a break when we come back. We got great information with Mark Lawrence from Playbook Sports. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You may or may not be a good sports grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever taken a hoof to the head prying a shoe off a horse, you may not be a good sports grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, always a treat. Talking football with Stevie Slapshot, who's here, and one of our dear friends and one of the very best in the industry, Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com. We're going to talk NFL with Mark in this segment. Hello, Mark. What a time of year, pal. The home stretch for sure. 
Yeah, Mark, we're not hearing you, pal. Yeah, all right. Stevie, sing a show to me. <laughs> the last thing he wanted is me. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll land up Mark here, but uh, let's just talk about what's going on this weekend, buddy, because we get the Saturday NFL games. These are a big deal. They are. Uh, yeah, uh, Vegas uh, going against Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland with uh, with those, those COVID issues. We don't know if Stefanski is going to be on the sidelines right now, and we don't know if uh, Baker Mayfield uh, will be quarterbacking the Browns. And then, uh, and then for Vegas, uh, Darren Waller with the knee, he is definitely out uh, for Saturday's game against the Browns. Big game for the Browns, and, and they have you know, all, all this COVID stuff to, to deal with. This, this is tough. Um, Vegas obviously would like to be a spoiler here and keep themselves alive uh, in the playoff race as well. So uh, a, a big game for them. I, I got a feeling this weekend we'll, we'll, get, we'll get Mark's take on this. It's going to be a big live dog weekend in the NFL. Well, let's start with Mark Lawrence and talk about his beloved Brownies. Boy, oh boy, Mark, your playoff lives are on the line, and all of a sudden, COVID strikes. Yeah, it can happen to any team at any given time, and it just happened to hit the North Coast this particular weekend. I don't, that's not a good omen for the Browns, to say the least, but, you know, we saw the Rams buckle up, and, uh, you know, they came forth in that big Arizona effort when they were missing quite a few star players, and, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, nonetheless, it works out that way for the Browns in this football game. It's not like Vegas is playing their best football right now this time of the year. And uh, sometimes when you're battered up like the Cleveland Browns are, sometimes you get a much better effort than people anticipate. No, that's usually the case. I, I'll say this. The Raiders, when you're morbidly embarrassed, man, teams come back with a good effort. So uh, on, on top of it, you got to be – you're shorthanded expecting a good effort from the Raiders. Yeah, you would expect a good effort from the Raiders. They're still, you know, mathematically in the hunt here, uh, despite the fact that you know their fortunes haven't gone all that well their way, especially since the bye. It, my goodness, they've won just one of their six games since the bye, going backwards rapidly. Uh, but, you know, the Browns are still, you know, I'll repeat this. We mentioned it last week. If the Browns win every each of their other two final division games, they can uh, have the tiebreaker within the division. So I don't think they can want to let or even – even think about letting a game like this get past them. Well, the other game on Saturday, now we're talking here with India two-and-a-half point favorite, the total's 45-and-a-half. Both of these teams really need the game. The Colts, I'd say, need it more. They've got a really tough schedule coming up. But the Patriots want to get this win because then they've got a cushion. If they lose this game, Buffalo winning the division is very much still in play. Yeah, it's a, like you say, a big game for both football teams here. You know, I, New England doesn't want to see this momentum broke by any by any means, and the Colts have scratched and clawed their way back into this thing. This game, I think, will be a playoff atmosphere like intensity in the football contest. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if these two teams meet each other again in the wild card round. I mean, if it were a wild card round, it would mean Buffalo would catch New England in the standings. But. Uh, I think it's a heck of a football game. And, uh, you know, New England's dominated this team in the past. I mean, you know, the last 19 games they played uh, and they've been the underdog, they've only lost the money twice. Uh, and they're playing their best football of the season here, obviously. So this is a Bill Belichick special, if you will. Uh, he kind of beats up on these teams when they're coming off of rest and he exploits them in that particular sense. And I wouldn't be surprised if New England continues and makes it eight straight wins in a row on Saturday. Stevie said he thinks it's a big dog weekend. Uh, the one I'm looking at a little bit 
you know, Prescott's not been really sharp here. And Dallas is laying a big number on the road. And I know the Giants are down to backup quarterbacks and all of that. But there's a familiarity breeds contempt kind of thing, Mark, where that's a big number to lay on the road late in the year in a division game. Yeah, it's a huge number in a division game uh, late in the season. But, you know, what you have is one team that's really, really coming and the other one that's flat out uh, ready for the undertaker. And with Mike Glennon, uh, I think you can get the embalming fluid ready here for the New York Giants. <laughs> Uh, I just don't see the Giants really putting up much of a much of an effort here uh, to impede Dallas in their progress. Prescott was a little bit embarrassed uh, by his performances last football game here, and I wouldn't be surprised if they steamroll this football team on Sunday. How about the other in-division game in that division, uh, Washington against Philadelphia, Philadelphia a 10-point favorite. I, I think Washington can get inside that number, Mark. What says the uh, well-oiled machine? Well, the well-oiled machine sort of agrees with you, Stevie, here. This is a big number here for Philadelphia, and uh, this is a Washington football team that uh, they're just the kind of a football team you love backing in the role of an underdog. They just keep coming and coming and coming. Uh, There's some negative numbers of them in the series, but I think uh, you have to play the game that's in front of you at the moment here, and uh, this is a uh, Washington football team that under Ron Rivera just simply does not want to quit. Uh, they won four of their five games since they come back off the bye week. They're in the hunt here. Just too many points to be laying to a division team, especially with a lot on the line for both teams. Houston, Jacksonville, the Urban Meyer thing, Mark. I mean, the reaction was pretty quick where the Jags are kind of balloon up to a five-and-a-half-point favorite against Houston. Uh, are you at all surprised about Urban Meyer? Not one lick. Uh, you know, He's from Ohio, and I remember him from his days at Bowling Green when he was a head coach there, and then he went on to Utah, then Notre Dame, and you know the whole circuit, and met with great success every stop he made. That was all on the college football level here. He's, he's much like Nick Saban when it comes to the National Football League. He's not a National Football League head coach. They don't they don't put up with his stuff. They haven't done it at Jacksonville here. He's got an ego the size of the stadium that they play in. So this firing was not a surprise to me, and. You know, the stat that really just jumped out to me uh, that I read the most this week is over the last six weeks, Trevor Lawrence has one touchdown pass. That says that something's not right in the state of Jacksonville or the city thereof of Jacksonville. And, again, I'm not surprised Urban Meyer is out the door. Hey, Mark, uh, Pittsburgh, Tennessee this weekend. Um, I'm I'm a little surprised. Tennessee opened two-and-a-half, down to one-and-a-half. A A little surprised the public uh, on the Steelers. I like the Steelers, but I'd like to see that number get back up. Uh, to where it opened, and and maybe to three if it can. If it if it doesn't, I'll I'll, I'll buy the half point and and get it to three. What do you think about Pittsburgh, Tennessee? Well, I think Stevie, that move uh, is more of a sharp move than it is public move. Uh, you know, the Steelers have not done a whole lot to to command a move like that. They haven't played really good football here, losing three of the last four games. They've been out yarded in all four of those football contests. That's not good stuff for a team that has playoff aspirations right now. But, you know, right now they're on a respirator, Pittsburgh is, and they're going to need this game like blood. And Pittsburgh comes in here after that waltz over Jacksonville when they pitched the shutout to a team that practically didn't show up for the football game. I think this is do or die for Pittsburgh in this football contest here, and I think the move is the right move. I think Pittsburgh upends Tennessee on Sunday. Interesting game, Mark, with the Bengals at Denver. Denver two-and-a-half, totals 44 Easy week for Denver last week. Since he hard-fought OT loss, both of these teams, again, need the game. 
Yeah, they both do need the game. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have to wonder, can Denver get up to the same emotional level this week than they were last in the Demarius Thomas situation here? They just played a wonderful football game, and it went all their way. Cincinnati was at war with San Francisco. But Joe Burrow is the key in this contest. Uh, we coined this out in the newsletter this week. He's never lost uh, three games in a row in his career. He's 3-0 and to the spread off back-to-back beats. I think Cincinnati takes Denver down on Sunday. Mark, tell about Playbook Sports and all the goodies. We just published the Playbook Bowl Guide magazine in our weekly newsletter. Check it out all online at playbooksports.com or in Vegas, our friends over at the Gamblers Book Club. Oh, Mr. Lawrence, when we're talking football, we're always having a good time. Glad to be with you. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, week 15 in the NFL. Can you believe uh, we've come this far? Series 159, the Sports Grid Radio Network. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Our spot a sports gaming winner. They listen to us. Don't rely on luck. Get the expert information you need. The winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, we're back with the Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 159, the Sports Grid Radio Network, talking NFL football week 15. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, always thrilled when our pal Kenny White checks in, kennywhitesports.com. December, Saturday football, Kenny's. We know we're close to the end, sir. No, no, no doubt about it, Brian. Uh, thanks for having me on the show today. Um, Saturday NFL football is tells you we are at the end of the year. We're at the end of the year, there's no doubt. And listen... There's a lot of cool stuff in play here in the NFL and bowl season. You're going to join us. Uh, I have joined us on our college football show. And tell the folks about all the cool stuff you got going on at KennyWhiteSports.com for the home stretch of the football season. Yeah, it's not not too late. The uh, bowl uh, newsletter preview has uh, been well received. A lot of great information in it. Some great write-ups, picks on the games, and the uh, stats, the stat charts. I, I adjusted every single game for the season that was played and then took a median for each team ranked them and set them up side by side when the offense has the ball when the de- uh, which team has the football on offense uh, so you can see the offensive stats the defensive stats and all the rankings those teams are ranked from 130 for all the teams uh, great information great stuff to be able to handicap each game yourself all right terrific kennywhitesports.com now um before we get into the Vegas game with Cleveland, and this is where it kind of starts. What a crazy week, Kenny, in the NFL, all across the board in the sporting world. The COVID news becoming very impactful and very concerning. Here's the Browns in a game they need, you know, so desperately, and their quarterback's not going to be able to play. And I just, you really wonder, down the road, the way this thing's going, they've got to go to testing every day. But could you imagine now we get to the postseason and – on a Wednesday for the wild card game, one of the quarterbacks tests positive. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it's such a big difference with uh, um, Baker Mayfield out now. Um, the uh, the league is uh, going to be up against it because it's, you know, this uh, COVID's still here and it's the new variant and so much to it uh, that, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of guys that are sitting out with illnesses. All right, this game, the Raiders basically were going to be five-point dogs or one-point favorite. Total uh, low, 38 and a half. You know, the one thing I would say for this game, the Raiders, you can't trust them. A bunch of 
box of rocks dancing on the Chiefs logo. That was stupid, and they paid for it. But how many times have we seen it, Kenny? I don't care. It's a professional football team. When you are morbidly embarrassed, probably nine times out of ten, they show up with a good effort the next week. Yeah, you're right. This could be a very good week for the Raiders. Uh, after last week's beatdown, uh, they all know that they made a big mistake uh, by tramping on the uh, Kansas City logo, and uh, they have to make amends for it for their coaching staff. They're embarrassed. So I, I think you'll see a good effort out of them. I think the number's about right, though, even without Baker Mayfield in the game. Uh, Cleveland's still uh, just as good a football team, really, as, as what the Raiders have put on the field. Raiders defense 22nd in the NFL and DVOA, and uh, 17th on offense. So it is a below average football team still. This is a ball game. New England and Indy, both of them off a bye. India, two and a half point favorite. The total in the game is 45 and a half. It's funny. I mean, I would say this, that Indy needs the game more. The New England should also read this situation, say, well, wait a minute. If we win this, we're in great shape. But if they lose this, Buffalo has a chance to beat them next week, and the division's still very much up in the air for New England. But if they win this, the division's theirs. But Indy's got a tough schedule, and they don't have much wiggle room. Correct. Yeah, and I, I, I'm going to guess Bill Belichick hasn't said anything about the division. He's just focusing on the Colts and doesn't even tell his players. His players probably know, but you know how he operates. He's 13-9 and nine off a of bye. Uh, does very, very well. Um, you're up 3.1 units over the 22 years, which is okay. You can take that. Uh, they, they've been good all year long, but so the, so the Colts. And you know what? It's all Colt money. Man, this game opened early line, Patriots two and a half, dropped a pick, reposted Indy one, and now it's up to Indianapolis two and a half. So a lot of movement on the Colts. Kenny, I don't know that numbers would lead you to do this, but philosophically, you know, reading between the lines, Belichick's prowess is to take your best option away. Indy's offensive line so good that even when teams know they're going to run, Taylor's still capable of running the football. But if Belichick is bound and determined to say that Taylor is not going to beat them, does that mean Wentz is going to have to throw the ball 35 times? And is there, in a weird way, is this a game that could produce a lot of points? Frankly, you think two teams that run the ball so well and you see 45 and a half, it's almost like the total is telling you something. Yeah, and it's gone up. So this total going up from 44 to 45 and a half tells me that, yeah, you're right, Belichick's going to take away the run, and he's going to try to make Carson Wentz beat him with his arm. And indoors, good, you know, the, the, the uh, weather uh, the, will not be a factor in this game. So that's, that's a good thing for overbetters. But I think the total's right on the number. Uh, these are two very good defenses. Patriots right now, number two in the NFL and DVOA. Colts number 11. I'd make an argument they're – they're the fifth or sixth best defense in the NFL. All right. Washington's at Philly. Philly's a seven-point favorite. The total is 44. You know, Washington was on a run, Kenny. Uh, they just got up against it, fell behind in the game against the Cowboys. Then you had a quarterback injury, but then they came roaring back at the end of the game, fell short. Could be a letdown spot. You're playing your bitter rival. But uh, they get another shot against Dallas. Is this number too high? I mean, we're, the, the question marks are around the quarterback situation with Washington. Yeah, that's the re biggest reason why you're seeing that number. But Heineke and, and, and even Ryan Fitzpatrick is available for this game. Allen's available. I don't see how this number can be as high as it is. I have not been – we've talked about it all year. I have Philadelphia is not one of my teams that I, I think is I think is overrated. Uh, they're 6-7 and seven on the year. Um, 
They've, they've overachieved a little bit to my number, but they are just six and seven on the year. DVOA ratings have, has their defense 26th in the NFL. Um, I'm amazed this number is as high as it is. I really am. Washington has to bounce back here. They need this football game. I think it's going to be a closer game than the line indicates. Okay, Buffalo is up to an 11-point favorite at home against Carolina, Kenny. And I'm just I'm real quick taking a peek at their schedule. Uh, when they were big favorites, late 18 to Houston, won 40 to nothing. 15-point favorite to Miami, won by 15. It was a push. 16-point favorite, lost to the Jags. Early in the year, they were covering those big numbers. This number was down to 9.5 because there were questions about Josh Allen. Foot sprain, he was in a walking boot during the week. He had a limited practice Wednesday, which was nothing more than a walkthrough. All things are pointing to him probably playing in this game. My thinking, though, might be if Buffalo were to get a big lead, you could see them say, hey, New England's coming next week. Let's not play with fire, and Trubisky could be part of the equation here in the second half. The back door could be in play. Yeah, he could be, but Trubisky's got a lot to prove as well, and he's, I still think he's a pretty decent quarterback. So yep. um, they've got a good backup and a guy that's got a big arm and can throw the football. So um, I think I thought the number was still a little short, and at 10.5, that's definitely an Allen in number. He's playing this game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Buffalo looking good on offense. Um, out of curiosity, what would the drop-off be to Trubisky? Um, five? Four, four, five. That's a good question. Um, my sorry. NFL magazine's sorry. around here somewhere. I just, sorry, I didn't mean to throw. <laughs> Every, it's always here. My book's always here. I don't know why it's not in front of me. <laughs> don't worry about it. I have my college magazine in front of me, but I don't have my NFL magazine. That's in front fine. Of me. I would think it'd probably be in the, the four or five range at least. Yeah, I think so. At least, at least. Okay, good enough. And then the Jets in Miami. Miami nine and a half point favorite. The totals forty one. I always just throw this. You know, little nugget in here. Miami's playing good. They're making a push. Think they're part of the equation still. They've got hope. Two is playing better. Jets are the Jets. But it's December in Miami, Kenny, and we know how that home field advantage is not that big a deal. Even though they're horrible, there'll be a lot of Jets fans there. Yeah, but I we talked about this the other night. Those Jet fans aren't very good when they're at home. I don't know how they're, they're going to make a difference down here. This is two bad, two bad fan bases really going head-to-head. Yeah. Miami's got to be a little bit excited. This team's on a roll right now. Uh, they're just playing great football. So I, I think they're going to get more Miami fans in the stands in this game. So we'll see. Far better defense, that's for sure. The Dolphins dominate this game on defense. And you're right, Tua has played better. It's been accurate taking care of the football and driving them down the field. So. Um, Again, another number I think could be a little short, but I don't want to lay it now that it's up to nine and a half. Let's go to Dallas and the Giants. Okay, a lot of division games, and that's, you know, that time of year. Ten and a half, Dallas on the road, the total's 45. All right, Glennon's a quarterback. It's not been great, but, you know, you get another game under your belt. Maybe the guy, you know, can do something serviceable. But Prescott's actually not played great the past couple of weeks. It is a division game, Kenny, and familiarity matters. Is the number too high? Yeah, no doubt about it. It, it does matter. And uh, the Giants have to have some, you know, professional pride here. Uh, Dallas got their big win over Washington. Maybe this is a little bit of a, you know, letdown game. I, I, I think the number is just a tick higher than it should be, but there's no real value. I don't think taking either side or the total. I'm right on the number. My numbers are pretty solid on this game. So 
Uh, I think this is more one that you watch, see how it starts, maybe play it in game. Um, if, if the Cowboys fall behind in the game, uh, because they do have the better team. I don't want to rush into the next game. We got about 45 seconds left, but I would just say home stretch December and these division games, the games do tend to tighten up, right? Kenny, I know it's a passing league, but with the playoffs right around the corner and the weather and the whole nine yards, uh, these games are played closer to the vest. Yeah, no, they are. You saw last week, Dallas and Washington, 27, 21. And, um, the total was a little bit higher than that. And this total fairly high too. So, um, yeah, division games, bad weather, uh, second division game guys have seen each other once already. The information spectacular. It's Kenny white, Kenny white sports.com joining us here on Vegas Sportsbook radio talking NFL with the series one fifty nine on the sports grid radio network. I'm Brian blessing. We've got the rest of the week, 15 slate of games to come. And that's what we'll do after a short break, inviting you to keep it right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We welcome you back to Vegas Sportsbook Radio. It is our NFL edition on the weekend here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 159. Brian Blessing with Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com, and we're going through the Week 15 menu of games. This is a one, Kenny. If I had to say something that stuck out to me on the board this week, this is the one. And, you know, we'll see if I'm right, but Green Bay at Baltimore. Five and a half, Green Bay's favorite on the road. The total's 43 and a half. So Lamar Jackson's out. The Huntley kid comes in against the Browns, runs around, makes some plays. Watch him in the preseason. The kid can play. That uh, could have been a function of Cleveland had a big lead and took their foot off the pedal. That would be the one caveat. Yeah, Rodgers got the toe, offensive line kind of running for his life. But I'm looking at the total of 43 and a half, and there's just something saying to me that is way too low why because Lamar Jackson's out Kenny the truth of the matter is Lamar Jackson has not been playing well at all no he has not uh amazing the start start to the season was tremendous and he looked like he was maybe one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL but now the last five weeks he's an average NFL quarterback at best uh the total looks low to me too and it's mainly because of Baltimore's defense, uh, they just been so bad. I mean, we, we're saying the total's low, we're bashing Lamar Jackson, but the Baltimore defense has been really uh, underwhelming. I, I'm, I'm shocked because this is, you know, John Harbaugh, he doesn't have great talent, but he makes the talent fit the system and the system works. But right now they are just a Swiss cheese defense. Well, and Marlon Humphrey's out, Kenny. I mean, so you know, you, normally you'd throw him on Adams and take your shot. Marlon Humphrey's not there. I mean, Green Bay's getting points here. And I think Huntley's going to do enough to, you know, produce 17, 20 points. I really do. Worry about Aaron Rodgers' toe injury. He said it's, it's worse and continues to get bad. Uh, not sure how that works in. This number pretty high, though. Because Lamar Jackson is just questionable right now. He was doubtful, turned to questionable. And now, you know, looks like a spot that uh, – I, I'm amazed it's really still this high because it looks like a Lamar Jackson outnumber to me. All right. Tennessee's at Pittsburgh. One and a half. Titans on the road. 
Last gas, Bedford here for the Steelers. Roethlisberger every week's getting asked about is this the end of your career? Tennessee just quietly going about their business without Derrick Henry. Biden time waiting for the playoffs that this guy can make it back. Yeah, they would uh, love to have him back. A nine and four record right now. Uh, uh, a team that just you know they're they're workmanlike and nothing to write home about. This is it's an average NFL football team that's nine and four. I mean they've overachieved. Uh, to get to this point, they and they're covering spreads too. They're eight and five, ATS covering spreads. Um, Pittsburgh, you're right. Last gasp. This is it for them. They really need to win this football game badly. I, I think they're the team, motivation wise. This this is their spot. They've really got to get the ball uh, to Najee Harris and get him get him running the football. And he's got to have a big game on the ground. If he ever does that, that's going to help up Big Ben with the passing game. The bye weeks are officially behind us now, Kenny, but. Pittsburgh does get extra time to get ready, mend up for this one, coming off uh, a game against uh, Minnesota when they came rallying back from the grave, almost got there. Yeah, amazing. Throwing into the end zone. I think it was 26 nothing at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if a team's ever come back from that big of a deficit. I don't think they have, but Pittsburgh gave it their best shot. And they've done that a lot this year. They did it against the Chargers. They did it against several teams they've done that against. And uh, they, they've, they've given that effort. They don't quit. That's for sure. Two and four ATS their last six. Uh, it's been a team to bet against all year long. And, um, at one point they have to quit trying, uh, but they still have life. So I think they give a great effort uh, in this game. And it is again, against the team why I say is an average NFL football team in Tennessee. The record, uh, really isn't who they actually are. Boy, the, nothing's changed in terms of the guys on the field from what I can gather, but Houston at Jacksonville and the reaction was instantaneous. Urban Meyer gets his walking papers midweek, and that number soared up a point and a half. I get it, it's kind of a dead area, but seeing that number up to five and a half, uh, the better's thinking Meyer's departure that these guys could play like men possessed, huh? <laughs> yeah, it looks what, like. What, it. what else could it be? Uh, that's all that it is. That's all there is to it. That uh, this team was very unhappy with with uh, Urban Meyer, so. Amazing. He gets 13 games into his NFL career. Uh, maybe a big hire in the, in the college football somewhere. Somebody's going to go after him for sure. Uh, but this game, uh, yeah, this, this line is definitely now a little overinflated. But the one thing, Davis Mills back at starting quarterback, worst offense in the league for Houston, especially when they're on the road. The defense has played very well this year, though. Houston's defense has been good. And they're going to have the better defense in this game. So we'll see how that pans out. I think Jacksonville gets the win. But do they get the cover? That's going to be the question. And, you know, looking at one guy in this game, it seems like he was really just getting beat down with the whole situation. But early on, uh, Lawrence's best game as a pro came against Houston, and, and now Meyer's not there. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what he does individually. Yeah, I would like to see that too. Um, kind of a long year now for these guys. You know, they're not used to playing this many games. Sooner or later, they, they hit the wall right about now. Um, but maybe it's a breath of fresh air. We'll see Jacksonville. They've gone through this Urban Meyer thing all year long. And um, we, we have heard nothing but bad things from the start of the year from preseason until now, until he's been let go. So maybe it is just a complete relief for this organization. Arizona's at Detroit, Kenny, a 12-and-a-half, 13-point favorite off a Monday night loss didn't play their best against the Rams. Short week in Detroit, don't forget, that was a mash unit they put on the field at Denver. You'd almost completely throw that away. If Detroit comes back relatively healthy, 
this is one of those kind of weird spots where yeah, Arizona's way the better team, but you know, you, you wonder if Detroit comes up with a much better ever because they just couldn't feel the team last week. Yeah, Arizona hasn't lost on the road. I finally got to watch Cliff Kingsbury in action. And remember, I thought there was a bad hire. You're, you're hiring a guy who just got fired because he couldn't win at Texas Tech. And now you're going to bring him in the NFL. Uh, college coaches don't do well going to the NFL. We saw that with Urban Meyer, one of the best college coaches of all time. Um well underimpressed with Cliff Kingsbury. I thought his play calling was ridiculous. Uh, his, his offense completely dominated in the first half and scored 13 points. And in the second half, it seemed like he made every wrong decision he possibly could. He second-guessed himself. Uh, Arizona with him, they may be 10-2 and two or 10-3, and three, whatever they are. They're not going anywhere with this guy. He cannot coach. <laughs> That's all I got to say. He's well, there terrible. you go. <laughs> He's terrible. Wow. There you go. Say what you mean. <laughs> you can't, well, you can't watch one football game and see a guy screw up 22 times. Uh-huh. You know, when you make that many bad calls, he had the far better football team. That defense for the Rams could not stop them. Right. And in the second half, McVay made every adjustment. And, and this other guy, he just stands there with his clipboard. He's got no emotion. He looks at his clipboard and he calls a play like he thinks he's going to win. He, he's, he's not that good a coach. He's lucky he inherited a great defense because they really were. They were a very good defense before he got there. And he's lucky he inherited a quarterback that can run and move and is mobile. He's got a cannon for an arm. And, and he's very accurate. And then he's got great wide receivers. A.J. Green's in amazing shape. The tight end is uh, – they picked up a great tight end in Ertz. They got so many weapons. Yeah. They should be ashamed of losing that game. But that's, it was, that was all on all – on, uh, what's his face? Kingsbury. <laughs> Cliff. Old Cliff. Hey, let's move on to uh, the Atlanta-San Fran game. San Fran's nine-point favorites. Total's 46. Niners, listen, that's a gutty win. They needed it desperately, winning overtime against the Bengals. You know, Atlanta, I mean, it's been a dumpster fire. Does, does Matt Ryan have have something in him to make this a game? So uh, I got to go back and preface that Arizona thing. Sure. You know, most, most people complain like I am about a coach because they lost a bet. I won my bet. I had the Rams plus three. And I'm watching that game going, there's no way I'm supposed to win this bet. No possible way. Yeah. And I won, I won it easy. It wasn't even close because this guy's such a bad coach. So, I mean, I, I just want people to know that. I know what I'm talking about. I know what yeah. I'm watching. And I know Cliff Kingsbury is a horrible play caller. And I think he's a bad head coach. So, he won't last there very long. He will get fired. There's no doubt. That's hilarious. Good stuff. Does Atlanta have a shot against San Fran to cover this number? Um, no, I don't think so. San Fran's a team that's really coming on. They're, they're like starting to steamroll teams right now. And, uh, I know they, yeah, they, you know, I shouldn't say steamroll. They lost at Seattle, but they outplayed them. They won the stats battle. They got a, a special game. turnover, but they, yeah, in a division game. And then last week they, you know, they, they let, uh, let the opponent back into the game and mm-hmm. should have never did that. Yeah, obviously Cincinnati, uh, two touchdowns late to send an overtime, but they won the game. I, I think Frisco right now is a surprise team, and I think they could be peaking at the right time. I think they, the game they could win by two touchdowns, or they could be a professional team and say, hey, we got this game won and, you know, barely get by this game. But uh, I, I think the number's very low. I think they're just a far better football team. I think I know where you're going with this next one. Speed of Cincinnati, they're at Denver. Denver's two and a half, the total's 44. You've been banging Denver's drum a lot this year. Since he loses that game, uh, 
you know, to San Fran. Good news was it was an out-of-conference game. But here they're sitting here. This is a monster game for one of these teams to take a step forward and be in the discussion to make the playoffs. Denver easily beats Detroit. The thing to me, Kenny, they have an easy game. Cincinnati extends all this energy into the overtime defeat, then has to travel west and play at altitude. I don't know that's a good spot for Cincy. Yeah, these are bad factors for them. And, hey, the line is shown, and you're 100% correct with everything that you're assessing there. Um, since he was three on the early line, dropped to two and a half, reposted Denver one. And we're going to be looking at Denver two and a half or three today uh, come kickoff. So a lot of money for the Broncos. And, you know, the books are going to be rooting for Cincy in this game. Uh, but I think three is the right number on the Broncos in the game. The total in this one, Brian, I can see that Bronco defense stepping up. Um, Cincinnati's defense is their strength. Their defense is actually better than their offense. So um, I could see maybe a little bit lower scoring game than the total indicates. All right. No, that should be a good one. One of the better games on the week. Let's go to Seattle and the Rams. Rams off the win. Uh, now four and a half at home. Seattle, uh, the total's 45 in it. Seattle, Kenny, I give them credit. I mean, they're not running for the bus. I mean, they're trying. No, they're not, actually. You know, they, all, the, all the talk about this is Pete Carroll's last year. Russell Wilson gets traded at the end of the year or sometime in the offseason to, you know, bring in, bring in uh, players that uh, this team can start to build around again. But I, I, I don't know why that would be. I mean, they've, they've got a good football team. Uh, and Russell Wilson was out and he came back, he came back maybe too soon. Uh, maybe couldn't get the grip on the football he needed, but it looks like he does now and they're playing well. But again, this is against the Rams team. I'm very high on. I think the Rams again are, you know, uh, they're right there with Tampa as one of the best teams in the NFL. So, uh, this is a, uh, a line that I think, uh, is a good teaser. Well, not actually a teaser. This line came down from seven to four and a half, um, so it's not even, you don't even need to tease the game now. I think you just lay the four and a half and you got a nice play with the Rams. All right. And then we got about a minute, 50 seconds here, Kenny. See, uh, we get New Orleans, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay off the overtime win over the Bills. 11-point favorites. The total is 46 and a half. Uh, the one thing I would say, you know, overtime game, high-octane, emotional. And New Orleans has kind of been Brady's kryptonite. They they have. The Saints have really done, played well against Brady and the Bucks. So, uh, kind of surprised to see this line as high as it is. Um, understand, you know, the quarterback situation. And the Saints have had a lot of injuries. I, I was, this was a team I thought was going to be a surprise team this year. Uh, I think they're very well coached. And I thought with Jameis Winston at quarterback, they could actually make some noise. But they lost their best wide receiver. And uh, this number's right right there, I think, right where it should be, Brian. I made Tampa 12. and. And uh, 49, the total, a little bit higher than what the total is right now. Great info. We got the Monday night game to come. Kenny White's our guest from KennyWhiteSports.com on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, we're back to wrap up Vegas Sportsbook Radio, our weekend NFL edition. Brian Blessing uh, with Kenny White Sports. Joining us from KennyWhiteSports.com. We've got the Monday night game uh, still to go here. And we're talking about Chicago at Minnesota, Kenny. And listen, Fields made some plays last week. He has a hand injury, but they say he's probably going to be good to go here. Um, Minnesota, three-and-a-half point favorite at Chicago. Uh, the total on the game is 44. 
Vikings still uh, only team in the NFL that's had the lead in every game, and they're six and seven. They've just have not been able to make the right plays at the right time in the end of these games, and uh, it's such a such a shame because they are a good football team, well coached too. Uh, not a great team though, that's that's for sure. But they are an above average football team. They are the better team, uh, but you know what? Division game on the road, laying points. Make sure you check the weather in this one as well. Uh, Hakeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks for Chicago. He is a big factor. He must be in. If he's not in, I don't know how they stop Dalvin Cook. So that, that's another factor. And Adam Thielen will be back as well. Yeah, no, Minnesota, six and seven. It's funny. A lot of these teams right around 500, a game below 500, a game over 500. Kenny, you know, some of these teams are a lot better than their record would indicate. Yeah, no, no doubt. Minnesota is better, far better than the record. So we'll see. Uh, Again, a conference game on the road, though, or division game on the, on the road, yep. all, always tough. But it's going to be up the fields. We'll see what he does. Great info, Kenny. We got through every game. Tell him about all the great information at KennyWhiteSports.com. Thank you, Brian. Got a lot of great handicappers on the site that uh, very, make it very easy. You don't even have to do the work. Uh, just, you know, select, get the plays, bet them, win, take credit for them. But if you, don't wanna, if you want to do all the handicapping yourself, there's still great stuff there. The College Bowl preview is still there. Uh, a lot of college bowl games left. Over 35 games you'll be able to use the uh, uh, college bowl preview for. And we'll make some updates in it throughout the uh, bowl season as well for you, just in case uh, anything's updated. In the world of PDF, we can do that for you now. So, And I would invite people, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, Sunday night after the Sunday night game, Kenny and I do the opening line report. It will be for week 16 in the NFL. Give you the openers, tell you where the numbers are going to go. Kenny. In Fuego, in Fuego on where the numbers are going to go. Our, uh, we've been really on fire about, where, you know, projecting where these numbers will go. Want to get you the best of the number. Great job, Kenny. Thanks. We thank you for joining us, folks, on Vegas Sportsbook Radio.